finally time for the Friday Night Morning Show with Angelica, Jesse, and Kevin. The Durham Report. A nothing burger or a step in the right direction. I'm Angelica, and this is The Gray Matters, or as you may know it, the Friday Night Morning Show. It's a Friday night. Morning show. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? It is Friday How y'all doing? night. It is Friday night. And in this the is, morning. This is a morning show, and but just... show is on now. I know, because we night. can't do it in the morning. <laughs> we got regular jobs around his mouth. Like, we can't do it Friday oh. morning. <laughs> but it's so much more fun on a Friday night. I think so. I, I don't think- know about you, but I have never really listen to a lot of morning shows because I can't stand mornings. I am not a morning person. Oh, I used to listen to KQ. <laughs> I know show. we all did, but religiously every single morning, Tom and Terry and... Back in Detroit, there was a, a, a DJ, uh, Mason. I think his name was Mason something. Mason in the morning. I used to listen to him, so... Yeah. So, yeah. Michael and Cleaner on our eight. What's up? Hey. What's up? So much for being here. If you're not a bot and you're a real person, we really appreciate <laughs> you being here like right at the start. That is so cool. Thank you. It's awesome. Um, I, yeah, I, I can't do mornings. I'm, well, you remember Howard Stern? <laughs> I don't, yeah, I didn't never really like So, him. Howard Stern, the Tom Bernard, the morning show. Oh, I remember. For 50 years. I remember you know? it all. Yes. And, Howard Stern, you know, was big on the East West Coast, East Coast, East Coast. He's a New York guy. He was huge. And and when he started syndicating his shows, he was actually on broadcast radio. He wasn't on what is Sirius XM. He's on now or something. I don't know. But he was on broadcast radio. And at the time that he came into this market, every single market that he syndicated in, within like six weeks, he became the number one morning show. Everywhere in the country, everywhere, everywhere in the country, <laughs> in the entire country, every city he went into became number one. Within six months, he became number one. What does that say? Though? Except Minnesota. He came to Minnesota and went up against Tom Bernard, the morning show. KQ and morning lost show. miserably. <laughs> Fucking, he was gone in six months. Yeah. They, 93X <laughs> said, we can't pay this guy. He can't get to be yeah. number one. And yeah, the, the Tom Bernard morning show was... I mean, it was literally a, a staple of yeah. Minnesota for decades. Wow. I used to listen to him religiously. And, and I, you know, I did a little work. I worked at KQ for a, a Ooh, short time after high day. school. Yeah. yeah I, I would see them get ready for their, you know, they would, they would do their production meeting after the morning show. So like in the early, you know, just late morning, early afternoon, they would be doing their production meetings and they put a lot of work into that show. Hmm. The, that team, the Tom Bernard team, everything they did was planned out. Mm-hmm. They they worked hard. So, yeah, they deserved the success they had because yeah. they put a lot of work into it. Do you oh, yeah. remember any of the jingles? Did you guys have like a, a nightly show that came on that played like a jingle? Did you no. have a jingle? See? Wasn't I, that great no. of a show? Huh. We had one. They had, uh, I remember the TV yeah, commercial. Yeah, Dr. Detroit, didn't you? No, his name was Mason. <laughs> <laughs> remember the TV commercial where they'd have like 10 sheets of paper? Hey. They they have like 10 sheets of paper and they say the other guy's playlist. And then they drop like a phone book down and said our playlist. And it was <laughs> KQ92 and they would play that Layla song. Remember? Mm. No. You don't remember that? No. There, there's his MS memory, people. Yeah, no. <laughs> I remember we had a night song and he would play like all the quiet jams and stuff, like all the slow songs late at night and stuff. And it would come on when it's late. 
at night and it's time to unwind and it had oh, like yeah. a whole little jiggle when I was and it would play and then the songs would come on mason was the man when i was a kid i used to listen to kdwb's nine at nine it was the nine top hit songs and i would listen to it and have a tape in my tape player stereo and record yeah we did that too the song, so I could listen to him on my Walkman. <laughs> the Walkman, oh, yeah. I had a Walkman. <laughs> yeah, if you recorded this is old songs school technology we're off the radio, about. you're you're old like me. Yeah, we you used know to how, record the tape. If you know how, cassette tapes to fix a cassette tape using Scotch tape and a pen, a pencil and a pencil. Better pencil works. We better. used a pen. We was worried about breaking it. I fixed a, a many a cassette tapes that busted in, the, in a player and mm-hmm. ah shit. Well, that that's exactly how we did bits at the radio. You know, yeah. remember call in? You'd call in and you'd say oh, something, call. and they they would play it on the air. Some funny little bit they would do. That's how those things. We would record the phone calls on reel to reel tape, and and it's a quarter inch tape, yeah. just and like a cassette, and huh. edit it. And then we would. Literally take a razor blade and slice that tape and then tape it together, it together to yep, make yep, bits. Yep, yeah. yep. Mm-hmm. So. so, yeah, we're talking about, well, I guess you would call it ancient. Now, I mean, does yeah. it, we, yeah, cassette <laughs> tapes and Walkmans, this is way before I mean, MP3 and CD players. This was like, going to A-track. you know, with, Dude, I, that's I before that. my time, unfortunately. I'm, I'm at the cassette VH, uh, VCR VHS tape. That's kind of where I was, the record player, I don't know anything about the A-track. No, no, A-track. I don't know anything about the 8-track. Like, I just told you the generation I'm from. So you guys are really old. How about Beta? No. Yeah, no. Beta? Beta's no. old stuff for you. No. Okay, so we'll, we'll go through that a little bit later. But back to this Durham shit. So like right. I said, you know, a nothing burger? I try not to be the pessimist. I guess I am kind of turning into the pessimist. I, I didn't mean to be that, but I just don't really see nothing coming into fruition. Kevin, how do you feel, my brother? You know me. I'm the optimist. Of and I like I like to believe in the rule of law, but the, the lawlessness that we have seen, and, and we were talking about this before the show tonight, I, it really goes back to the, the Clinton administration. You no, know, you said Bill, Reagan. Bill you Clinton. went back to Reagan. Well, yeah, we, you could argue that it went as far back as Reagan with the Iran-Contra scandal, but we did have some accountability. Now, everyone says that, you know, North was the fall guy for Reagan, and I think that's probably true, but at least somebody was held accountable in the Iran-Contra. Well, Reagan had basically seven years of scandal-free presidency up until Iran-Contra. Yeah, but- At least that's to, what I remember. We get to Bill Clinton, I mean, I kid, but. and he absolutely violated the law. He absolutely perjured himself in that investigation. It, it was flat-out proven- common knowledge that he perjured himself and the left wanted you to believe that this was nothing but a a sex scandal and oh it's none of our business who he has sex with that's not what it was about it was about perjury yeah Mm -hmm. he lied he lied lied. under oath and and perjury is an impeachable offense perfectly impeachable Mm -hmm. i think it i think in some states it's like a 10-year sentence And, and and all of the scandal behind the Clintons, you know, the, the Whitewater scandal, and God, how many bodies are we up to with people that were associated Ooh, with Clinton? Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> I've lost I mean, count. I don't know. Secret servicemen have died. Reporters have died. All kinds of people have mysteriously committed suicide, you know. You know, and that's what I mean by the, the back of the head. And, yeah, suicided mm-hmm. with two shots to the back of the head. And, okay. But the, no accountability. 
And we have to look all the way back to Bill Clinton's administration. There's has not we'll go been back to, all the way back to his governorship of Arkansas. Yeah. Zero, zero accountability. I mean, Hillary Clinton was thrown off of the whitewater investigation because she was, uh, she was part of it. Well, no, she was caught lying. Oh, shocker. Yeah. I mean, I believe that's that. the thing. If I, my memory serves correct, <laughs> which it always does, it does not, but I believe she, and I think a lot of these fucking politicians were disbarred. Oh, Hillary Clinton was disbarred. Yeah, she, she was fucking to be disbarred. a lawyer, and she's been disbarred for a and, long and y'all, time. People just, oh, just love Hillary Clinton. She's just so fabulous. Uh, she's fucking disbarred. Yeah, it, it, that's what <laughs> has on. gotten to me. I, I am the eternal optimist. I, I believe that the law, although it is a very slow moving wheel. That eventually the law will catch up. And I, you know, I want to think that, but I'm looking at this past history and looking at what has happened over these, you know, how many years, and especially lately in the last, you know, 10 years, I would say, there is absolutely zero accountability. Mm. To, oh, for it, anybody. Well, mm-hmm. uh, certain people, I mean, Anthony, Anthony Weiner got sent to prison. But you know. if you are a, socialist well some of them and you hobnob with these people in the right circles there's never accountability well Uh wiener did he was a leftist uh, democrat i I think he (laughs) that's the thing the people that fall out of favor and maybe put away have said something against someone else you know they they open their mouth to the wrong person and all of a sudden they're accountable look at epstein epstein Acted with impunity for years and years and years, and everybody knew that if you wanted, well, if you're a pedophile, did, Harvey Weinstein did the same thing. I yeah. mean, look at what Harvey Weinstein did. And, and all then, of a sudden, it comes crashing down on him. And what, what kills me is that these people are the people on the left. These are yeah. the liberals. These are the, the 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 people that are preaching. You know, this man's bad. This man's bad. Uh, this I man's a racist. That man's too. a racist. Blah blah blah. It's and Republicans it, too. What's that, baby? It's Republicans, too. Oh, absolutely. Well, no, but they're the ones out there preaching all this stuff, yet behind closed doors, they're the ones that are pedophiles well, and, and the, sex it, offenders. It just kind of goes to Kevin their, their overall message. I mean, if you look at most of their policies, they're all regarding sex and, and yeah. demented forms of sex. They want to pervert the children, emasculate the, the men, and, you know, abolish the women. So they already have a very twisted concept of sex and gender and all that kind of shit anyway. So, yeah. of course, they, they want to... They, so they're, 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 well, they're, there's no safe. The, getting back to the Durham report... That's what I was saying. My my pessimism at this point is at a very high level because I know that that's what they're doing. This is still part of what we've been talking about all the time where they have to tear down those values. They have to separate us. They have to isolate certain yep. pockets of people so that they can implement their socialist utopia and yep. their new world order. You know, I mean, this is the World Economic Forum playbook, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I... I I think partly to blame on the Durham report with the ever people being uh, upset by it is because of the hopium that these fucking people push like Charlie Ward and Simon Parks and, you know, 107 and, and some other people that I won't mention. I'd like to, but I won't. 
Because everybody heard that all these people saying that Durham, oh, Durham's the guy. Durham's going to got all the indictments. Oh, he's got 200,000 indictments. He's going to indict every fucking liberal under the fuck crack all or goddamn you. And I even I bought into it for a little bit. And I was like, oh, oh. But even after I, you know, quit listening to Charlie Ward wackadoos, I still was had faith in Durham that he was going to do it. And the Durham report, from my understanding, I believe, I'm starting to believe that it does have some teeth. Because the number one thing that it does is it puts down, in fact, that this was all hoax. It, it's not any conspiracy anymore. It's not conjecture. It's not speculation. It's not right-wing conspiracy. It's not this. It's not that. It is actually fact. But it doesn't mean anything. Well, well, let's tell the people it means in case something, they don't it, know. It means something in that aspect, I think. The let, damage has already been done, though. Let, I mean, let's it, it's, tell the people, though, in case they don't know, the Durham report actually came out and it eviscerated the FBI for even doing any kind of investigation into Trump with regards to this Russia scandal. That there was no Russia interference with the 2016 election. There was no dossier. The Steele dossier on Trump was absolute pure fiction created by the Hillary Clinton campaign. And everybody knew it. Everybody. But they used it as an excuse to try and investigate Trump. And that's what the Durham report says is it was a complete hoax yeah. that everybody used as an excuse to try to investigate this president. And yeah. anybody with the brain already knew that. Well, we did, and, but and, and again- It's not going to do anything. He's already well, the villain. it did do something. But it what? made CNN say in their newspaper and on TV that <clears throat> the Durham report Sounded like the FBI should have been indicted and not Trump. After they have the power. So CNN, one of the most hateful, wackadoo fucking channels, is now on Trump's side? No, they're not. They're under new management. And the damage is already done. They already have the power. They already have the votes. They are already taking over all the swing states. So who gives a shit if CNN come out and say something now? Hell, they, they, they gave him a fucking town hall. Who cares? They already did what they needed to do. He had all this time to talk to Hillary in the Durham report, and she got like one sentence, I think, or okay, some but shit like look that. Look at the like, optics of it, though, Angelica. Look at the optics of it. I'm a wet, I'm a left wing nut job sitting at home. Let's pretend. Okay, you got to talk like a left wing nut job. Okay. Oh, so I'm sitting at home and I'm watching <laughs> CNN, and I gotta tell you that Jake Tapper, other than being a hottie. Um, he came out and he literally said that the FBI should have been indicted instead of Trump. Are you telling me that Trump, Orange Man Bad, should not be indicted and CNN is now telling me that he should be indicted? <laughs> it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> Still doesn't mean anything. That's your it liberal means voice. something to the moderate Democrats, <laughs> I think. The moderate Democrats who are, are like, uh, you know, not so sure about Trump. But have followed, you know, CNN and all these other liberal news medias and listened to them. And now those news medias are telling him them. So you think magically now they're just going to march to Trump's beat? No, no. But I think that it will give people pause and make them start to what's in our background. I don't think so. I'm sorry. 
Hold I'm on. sorry, y'all. I don't think so. I just The other don't. thing that the Durham report did is that it, it didn't, you don't get a lot of indictments. I mean, they indicted two people, <laughs> Sussman and Denchenko, I think, and both of them got acquitted because of the way they were tried in liberal strongholds. But he handed off, under what I'm understanding, is that he handed off either criminal referrals or um, criminal investigations to the DOJ, the DIA, and the DOD. Yeah, I. Where do you think those going to go, honey? I don't know. Well, I know. Well, yeah, pessimistic Patty over here knows. File cabinet underneath the desk that you throw the banana peel in. Where's it going, PP? So we know, PP. We know that Merrick Garland. Anything that comes his way into the DOJ is just going to get, it's going to get shelved. Well, it's I haven't put seen in the- anything yet as far as, as uh, uh, what his response is. His response is going to be telling on what he was response yeah, to. Of course, this. his response is going to be all about the public and the perception is, oh, yes, these are very serious allegations. And we're going to put our crack team on it. And we're going to what get to the bottom of this. Let us be clear. Anything, whatever allegations they are. That's what he's going to say. It doesn't matter. Yeah. He can just use the generic liberal speak. Yeah, they're yeah. going to have a whole bunch Come of words that say nothing. And yeah, say absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. And then wait six weeks and the Die public down. just did, so did, now you, they forget. So now you're becoming pessimistic, Peter. That's no, he's, what seen I just through said. The, he's seeing through reality lands here. That, that's he's what I was up. trying to get to. I know I was taking a really long way around my point is that the, the accountability or the lack thereof for the last how many years has gotten to me to be in a very pessimistic place? I, I oh, don't see no the law. There is no accountability working for, for those privileged people that are above the law now at this point, from what it looks like. If There's any one of us would have committed any of these crimes, oh, we'd be oh, in jail. Oh, my God. the jail. I would be somebody's bitch. Hell yeah. Because I would yeah. get tired so, of fighting. Eventually, I would just give up. What, what we've <laughs> Baby, accomplished. I've seen you that punching bag. You'd go in there and you'd find you'd you'd walk in and say, "I want the toughest bitch in here." No, I really and wouldn't. Then she'd walk up. She and would come for me. You'd, you'd give her one of those punches. You'd look and see it was your ex's right face, and boom, knocked out. You know how many women are going to be waiting to fight to rape? <laughs> it's going to take constant fighting. I'm going to have to fight every single day, and at some point, I'm going to say, "You know what? Fuck it." Well, you do have a lot of aggression. You ain't going to do the gay for the stay thing. <laughs> I mean, if I'm being raped, uh, I'll talk that out in therapy. If I'm somebody's bitch, again, I worked it out in therapy. Yeah, she made me hold her uh, pocket when we were on the yard because that's how everybody would know I was her bitch. But is it real? You know, the hold the pocket thing? I saw it in the movie. I don't know how real it yeah, is. Yeah, I remember I saw that in the movie. You know, what was that? Get hard? That <laughs> <laughs> uh, was a good movie. Okay, anyway, anyway. I- stop now before she starts reciting <laughs> lines from the movie because I tell you what. <laughs> She probably knows every single Listen, fucking line. Listen, the prison scene where he set up the room for the prison riot and the baboon, and he had the the fucking hose, man. I swear to God. But anyway, I love I love comedy. It gets me through, you know. Although lately I've been no, on my gory shit. Get hard is pretty funny. The keister and stuff. How the yeah, hell the is he keister? He was like, shit. he was like, how did you get? Whoa, whoa. Yeah, Kevin Hart. Yeah. So yeah, but back to the Durham shit. So yeah, I just you know. I, I won't believe anything until I see it now. I am so far past hope. And and I literally laugh when I see the border. I laugh when I see all these strange people walking around my community. And honestly, I'm finna just get us some weapons. We're going to start carrying pistols because I know it's only a matter of time before it gets so crowded that people are going to still feel the need to push in. 
So maybe we need to be armed up. You better hurry up with that because, you know. We have them in. We, we need to be able to carry them on our person because you, you need to be able to protect yourself. Fear walls. In, in case you're in Minnesota or in, in Fear walls is going to make it next to impossible to get a carry permit. <laughs> Look at that. I How mean, convenient. Well, he may, he may, well, we he may, whatever he does, he's going to get sued and it's going to go up to the Supreme Court. So it's it, not actually it, no. going to be implemented until it. <sighs> no, it will get implemented until somebody puts a stay against it. Oh, yeah, I suppose. And it, the thing is, they're not going to prohibit it. You're still going to be able to get a carry permit, it's but you're going to have to jump through 15,000 hoops yeah. to get to it. Well, damn it, let me get my pogo stick because I'm going to need my pistol. We should do that this summer. We should. You, you I'm, damn I'm, well I'm better. Badass. Why the kids are gone and literally because, I, I mean, it really terrifying. makes me uncomfortable. I laugh when I see the videos and stuff of the people coming in the border and, you know, all the stuff they're doing. I don't mean to swift from the Dura report, but it's just kind of, you know, it's, it's anyway. So the, the border. I, I chuckle when I see these people, but then I also get terrified because I was like, I know that they're putting them in our community because I swear to God, every time we go to Walmart, Aldi's, anywhere, you just look around, you see all these people. And you and hear it, about four different languages. You hear these languages and you're like, they're they're not from here, bro. You know what I'm saying? They're, they're not Americanized at all. And, and there's so many of them. It, uh, I, you start to feel outnumbered. So you well, damn right, the, I'm going to have a damn pistol. Yeah, I mean... I, that's you the, right, I yes. That's the goal. That is the goal. Yes. Say hi to Robert. He's watching. Hi, Robert. Hi, Robert. <laughs> You're doing, here buddy? with us, Robert. Thank you for being here. What's he watching on YouTube? Facebook? He's on Facebook. Facebook. Oh, he's oh on yeah, Facebook. Facebook Man, come on, Rob. Get the fucking rumble. Come on. We're <laughs> like boys. Get off that fascist book, that don't fucking Zuckerberg shithead. Even though technically I fucker. am in some kind of, I don't know what it is. I'm in some kind of shadow band jail. I can't really post in certain groups or something yeah, like that. Yeah, well, we we have been since something. we opened our channel on Facebook. But I stay in I, jail. It's okay. Well, I've been I've been getting shadow banned on Facebook for years. <laughs> and You're the original. Yeah, <laughs> You're where they got you the You are from. the repeat offender of repeat offenders. <laughs> like, we but, come uh, up with a term for uh, this guy. Nowadays, nowadays it's kind of hilarious because they don't literally suspend me. <laughs> they send a warning. You're getting close to getting suspended. <laughs> Be careful. And I just said, okay. Or if I post, post anyway. something, I'll get the other warning. Do you really want to post uh-huh. that? Really? That one's that they will, yeah. Possibly. <laughs> that can get could you Could go against our community mm-hmm. standards. Oh, my God. So post the fucking anyway. shit. They've got a computer devoted to Jesse at the I Facebook headquarters. A, it's the algorithm just the, for him. The algorithm not just you. This watches reminds, your post. I just remembered this. I got a notification that I was suspended. So I was like, motherfucker. And I clicked on it and it said, you are suspended. I appealed it. And they said, oh, sorry, we made a mistake. Are you kidding? I was like, I got suspended for calling somebody a trainee, which I don't understand how that is so offensive because that's what we call them in the 90s. <laughs> Ain't that what's in a car? Uh, I've had my tranny go out a few times. I called somebody a tranny and I made a reference to another <laughs> another man in a sentence. I was like, they the same. So what's the problem? Are you still in, are you still in jail? 
I think I'm down to like 39 days or something like that. So <laughs> if I don't do nothing else, I will be good for. Check it like every day. Okay. Well, because that... if I try to post in certain groups, it pops up like yours. I know, but then you check it. Oh, I'm down to 39 days. And yeah. then tomorrow you check it. Oh, I'm down to 38 days. <laughs> I don't care. Fuck y'all, Facebook. No, Fuck I, you say I know what I want to say. I know what you're saying, though, about the, the invasion factor of, you know, getting back to the migrant issue you're talking migrants illegal, that, that's illegal, not even the right illegal immigrants illegal aliens or illegal aliens <laughs> they're not even chaos. really immigrants because they, they're not being they're not immigrating to here they're being bussed and tr- and yeah. on train and they walk in fucking three thousand miles so i'm watching tv the other night late at night sarah and i are laying in bed and we decide to watch a little tv i don't watch a ton of tv but we're watching cbs uh the <laughs> What communist is it? broadcast system. Well, the communist broadcast system now, but it isn't, didn't CBS stand for the continental broadcast system? It's a U.S. station, okay? This is a U.S. network. I saw something about that symbol being the RC and I. Oh, well, maybe. <laughs> but I'm watching Young Sheldon. This is a half-hour sitcom. Uh, it's, as far as I know, it is a completely... U.S. sitcom. Yeah, it's a spinoff of the Big Bang. Spinoff of the Big Bang Theory. It's Sheldon's younger days. And that's another point. I kind of identify with Sheldon a little bit. But at any rate. (laughs) (laughs) At any rate, this is an American, U.S. American freaking show. Don't get wider than that. It is completely in English. It is based in Central Texas. It, It is... White bread, more America you can get. Wonder bread, baby. Completely. And a commercial comes on. And it is in Spanish. I, I'm not talking a little bit of Spanish here. It is 100% in Spanish audio. The writing on TV was in Spanish. Mm-hmm. I, to this day, have no idea what that commercial was for. Wasn't for you. <clears throat> Yeah. Well, good for you, my friend. Like we said in the production meeting, I've been all over the world. I've traveled to other countries. When I go to another country, I've spent extensive time in Mexico, some time in Brazil. When I go to those countries, I have zero expectations of watching TV in English. None. I'm not in an English-speaking country. I'm in a Spanish-speaking country. I don't expect them to have English TV. Well, part of the problem is that we as a country have never designated English as our language. You go to Mexico and their official language in Mexico is Spanish. Truly. You Canada, to, your official, the official <clears throat> language in Canada is English and French. Yes. You go to Portuguese and their official language is Portuguese. Brazil. Or Portugal, I mean. Brazil, the they actually, language. their language is Portuguese. Yeah. As opposed to the rest of South America, but they never did it. They never did it for America because the fucking liberals and Democrats say, hey, "You can't do that." It's a melting pot. You're you're, you're disenfranchising the, the 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 migrants, the people that. Oh, I'm sorry. We're going to change that word now too. From now on, no more illegal aliens, no more illegal immigrants, no more anything. They are country challenged. There you are. <laughs> country challenged. Okay. They are country challenged. I don't like it. <laughs> we'll give you the applause on that. that that's, a, that's a good new term. 
And then they're really entitled too. Like they having a real dumpster fire out there in New York, like a huge dumpster fire. Well, it was you, a guy. Heard of, I'm sorry to cut you There was literally an illegal immigrant doing an interview with a TV host complaining about the fact that they were being asked to leave their five-star hotel and move into a less luxury facility. And they were mentioning that they need to reallocate the funds from, say, the police department to create permanent housing for these people. I would like to know what other country on this planet allows immigrants... I'm sorry... Country challenged. Country challenged people. people. to walk right into their country and get put up in a hotel. What other countries do that? And conduct interviews. Uh, yeah. a, lot, a lot in Europe do. They do, really? Yeah. Oh, God. You're forgetting about the Great interviews. Britain, France, Germany. Well, okay. That's, I mean, they've got a huge illegal go immigrant. There. And did you, see, did you not see, I saw some reports this week of, of some Democrats who are now pissing and moaning that there's too many country challenged people uh they're fucking immigrants they're illegals <laughs> i don't like that in their city oh what a shame i think well yeah that didn't you hear like just before title two we talked about this last week a little bit with title 42 expiring mm-hmm. that the democrat mayors in most of the large cities applied to the government for emergency aid because of Title 42 ending that they were going to be overwhelmed. Yes, Mayor yeah. Adams oh, doesn't like aliens. Oh, well, that's that's just, you know what that is. That's just more money. Yeah, order. they just want more money. It's just yeah, more Mayor money. Yeah, Mayor Adams money. says that it's really All bad taxes, out there in well, not my taxes because I don't pay federal taxes. They can go fuck themselves. But y'all that still pay taxes, that's where your money is going. But, oh, it, you know, with liberals, it's all funny money. They, they don't have a real concept of how, you know, th- that money that they're just dishing out of the, the government, the federal government just spending all this money. They have no concept <laughs> that that money actually has to come from somewhere. They just, you know, well, it's it funny it money in their the head. They just print it out, you know, well, out of thin air. Not well, necessarily. I mean, it, it takes money out of the economy. And even if it doesn't take money out of the economy, if they just inject more money, it causes more inflation, which in a roundabout way takes some money out of the economy because things just cost more. In a liberal's mind, they, they even call it funny money. It's just funny money. Oh, who cares? They're just numbers on a spreadsheet. We just give them yeah. more money. You know, there, there isn't a real consequence in their world for these things that they do. We just throw more money at them. And, and guess what's coming up? You know what's coming up? The debt ceiling. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, we're going to we're, we're gonna get in, inundated with, oh, the debt ceiling, the Democrats, they want to raise the debt ceiling, the Republicans don't want to raise the debt ceiling, and we're back and forth, the government's going to get shut down, we're going to shut the government down, the, that whole fucking nonsense mm-hmm. bullshit is going to be all over the fucking media when the, when we get there. The, the craziest part is how the, the things that stop, they, they do the same shit with school districts. Okay, this is the exact same play, yeah, really playbook with school nothing, districts. Nothing stops in the government. The government continues to operate and work, but they cut off Social Security. 
they cut off the paychecks for, you know, the everyday worker bees that are in the government. They cut off the money for the parks. Exactly. They cut the parks off. They, the only things that actually stop are those things which have the most impact on the largest population of people. Mm. Okay. That's the exact same thing they do with schools. Wow. Are you telling me? Wait, what? Stop the presses. Stop the presses. Are you telling me that the federal government is doing something on purpose to harm the American people? Bingo. That's impossible. Now, now <laughs> I don't believe that because the government told us to vaccinate and I got vaccinated and I didn't ever get COVID. Well, maybe I did, but I don't remember because I was unconscious. But anyway. <laughs> but I didn't die because I got the vaccine. I didn't die because I got the vaccine. My, my symptoms were much, 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 much lesser. I now have heart issues, but I didn't but get my COVID, COVID again. Symptoms I were didn't less. Get but I have to take 75 milliliters of blood clot thinner and every morning. My so my 13th booster. My blood doesn't clot and stop my heart. The boosters are really good. Oh, did you see that the FDA, was it the FDA? I believe it was the FDA came out and said they are now recommending just one shot and not wow. booster after <laughs> booster. Oh, after. They, that they have just come out and said, I had oh, it. No, Pfizer will put a kibosh on. They'll, get it. They'll get it back. They, and, and, yeah, they're only Magic. recommending one shot now. Magic. You should recognize this playbook, though. This, this playbook is... Standard operating procedure for the socialists and the freaking liberal whack well, jobs. Because they do the, the same thing. Politicians, it's all the corrupt politicians. All the corrupt politicians, you're right. They and, do, and the, they same do game. the same game at your local schools. Every time there's a levy up for vote or anything and they want more money, if they don't get more money, what's the first thing they cut? Busing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They cut the buses out. Yeah, the and, school lunches or or after school activities, after school activities, the sports. Yeah, okay. Never ever do they cut the gazillion freaking administrators they have, mm-hmm. or the you know the the extra counselors because they got to have the the specialist people that mm-hmm. on a Tuesday if you feel bad you go see you know Mary because she's the Tuesday counselor and then if you're if you're sad on thursday you go see jane yeah. because she's she's the thursday counselor to <laughs> to help you through that they never cut those people you know you never cut an administration when you and i were in school we had one secretary that took care of all three principals well when i was a senior i was a office assistant exactly oh, Lord. oh, oh man let me tell you i had a break here yeah. being an office assistant was fucking awesome I bet. Yeah. So I got to go. I went in the office and I was the guy that went to brought messages to the classrooms. <laughs> and I'd go always to my friends' classes and bring them messages, you know, what we were doing after school. Or let's go do something, you know. Or I'd, I'd say, oh, I, I, he needs to come with me. And I'd pull him out of class and walk around the aisle. See, yeah, yeah. It was, it was, it was I, I was I was always ah, friends. I was an office assistant. I had I had privileges. <laughs> I was always friends with the office assistant in high school because. One of the duties was to run around, collect all the attendance. Oh, she, yeah. <laughs> Explain this not, to me. Because, he wasn't late. He wasn't hang on, dirty. Yeah. Hang on. They, back in the day when I was there, they actually, they would write down the name of a student if they were not in class. Okay. And the teachers always wrote that name in pencil. Yes. <laughs> so, so I was friends with the office assistant and they went around, they collect the attendance sheet. They see my name on there. They just erase it. Do you remember Mr. Swenson? <laughs> yes. He wrote all his grades in pencil. Oh, Lord. Oh, yeah. And then he'd, he, 
Mr. Swenson, can I go look at your grade book to see what assignments I'm missing so I can make them up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah here's yeah. the book. And just let you change it. <laughs> a D? No. That was a B plus. Yeah. You know, so <laughs> it was a good idea to be friends with the office assistant. But at any rate, they did perfectly fine and perfectly well with one secretary for all three yeah. of the principals. Yeah. And trust me, in our day, we didn't have quite the computer systems that they have now. I have no doubt that a single person could take care of it all on a computer. Oh, yeah. Because these, these, this gal was actually typing a letter out on a typewriter yeah. mm-hmm. and, and had to file things manually. There was no databases. Yeah. So why do we need five secretaries for the one principal? I think our office at our high school in Buffalo, Minnesota, had in the office itself, <clears throat> I want to say maybe had five people, six people. Yeah, six. There because there was one secretary for the two counselors, so that's three. There was another gal. I'm not entirely sure what her job was, but she was in the front office uh-huh. and she took care of different things. Then they had a one secretary for the three principals. So that was four, five, and three more. That eight people. Eight. Hmm. Eight it- people in the entire office that took care of ninth through twelfth grade. And we had two counselors because they split the alphabet, you know, A, A through M and N through Z. Depending on your last name, that was your counselor. Oh, yeah, we but, did that too. Well, see, the thing is, is that we, we could get away with only having two counselors because we didn't have children that had, oh, gender ADHD. dysphoria. Oh, ADHD. oh, wait, wait, wait. I forgot the nurse was in there too. So nine people. You know, yeah. ADHD, <laughs> all of this fucking bullshit that they got now. I remember when I was in high school, uh, one of my favorite teachers, Mr. Neal, I think he was like our history teacher. He had a crush on our English teacher, Miss Averhart. She was black, obviously. And he was just so in love with her. And he, for whatever reason, confided in me about it. So Valentine's Day and stuff like that, he would have me take her gifts and stuff up there. And he would have me go buy her gifts and I'd take it up there. I got to keep the change. She was like, can you take this back down there? I was like, listen, this man is infatuated with you. He's going to keep sending me up here to give you stuff. And she was my English teacher. So I would just be up there doing my work or whatever, just kind of kicking around. But yep, that love triangle between Neil and Everhart was priceless. Every day I would just take her stuff up there, different notes, flowers. Hours, whatever. Did he, was it ever a success? Did he? No, get, he never no, got with her. No, they ne- he never. She never even Damn. bucked. Never, bu- but he was married. I used to say, Neil, you're married. Oh, Why oh, are you yeah. trying to Whoa. get her? So it was scandalous. Definitely was going to be scandalous. I heard like I'm not messing with him, and she never did. I was like, you so what messy. Did, what did he say when you asked him? Say you're married. What he he, he say? said he would say, man, she too fine, man. That's <laughs> fine brownness right there. You know, he was kind of like you. He wanted him a black girl so bad. He had a white wife, but he wanted him a black girl more than anything. And Miss Everhart was like light skinned with like red hair. She was cute, you know. I I see why he wanted her, but she was like, no deal. No, come on, Everhart. This was way before sexual harassment was anything. Oh, Lord yeah. knows. She, <laughs> he probably would have had several cases with some of the comments he used to make, but I thought it was cute and harmless, but you know, I was just kind of caught in the middle, so it was... So yeah. They, you know, you know it, was, it was high school, you know? We we got along. <laughs> we all got along. It worked. The, the, the systems worked. We didn't have to have 15... 15- Hundred counselors for you know in case your cat died and well, then a different I mean, one in look case at you, today's society of children. 
Uh, yeah. They're that, panty that they waste. Need a, they need a counselor for everything. They're panty waste. Everything. They get a run in their freaking sock and they've got to go visit the counselor because their world is destroyed. Listen, I love my twins to death, okay? I love them. I know they'll never see this. That's why I could talk freely. I love them to death. But they are such panty waste. Anytime we say something to them, are you saying that I did this? Are you saying that I did that? Are you saying I'm this? Are you saying I'm mean? Are you saying I'm this? They are constantly on defense about their emotions and they always feel like you're attacking them. You can't say anything to them. And I'm just sitting there like, girl. And then they like, well, mom, why didn't you say anything? I was like, because anything I fucking say gonna make you mad. So I just. Toughen up, you know? Basically, <laughs> I'm like, y'all wouldn't, y'all wouldn't survive a year in the world I grew up in as a kid. Did you tell them to put their big girl panties on? Or? I tell them a lot of shit. He, that <laughs> guy, he be there to save because I swear he be having to hold me back sometimes. Like, you know what? I'm about and, to knock if you buckle y'all, motherfuckers. Y'all keep pushing me. Like, for real. They, they've, seen a, they've seen a side of me that, you know, I looked at Amar the other day and raised my voice just enough and I started talking and she went, they oh, are they they're so timid like they're so afraid of the big world they're like man we want to live with you oh no you're getting the hell out and well, exactly for that's what we've accomplished with <laughs> all of this nonsense lately that's that's where your money has gone in the schools because it didn't go to the buses it didn't go to actual you know after school activities where kids learn how to toughen up a little bit you know, you mm. get get hit in football. You you go to wrestling, you're going to get your ass pinned. You go to, yeah. you know, basketball and people are going to freaking follow you. Yeah. Those things have you got to toughen up. Yep. I can't now, wait now for them to get into drag something. Queens and trannies and, and bo- boys can go into girls bathrooms and girls locker rooms and show them his little peppy. And oh, well, no, they, they, they I saw one. I'm sorry, babe, I need to cut you off, but I saw yeah, one. See, there you go, right there. Well, I actually apologize. Do you ever catch yourself? Do you ever apologize? Do you ever apologize? Stop, stop, stop. It was one tranny girl who identifies as a man and she was upset because a man put her out of the men's bathroom and directed her into the women's bathroom and she was just so distraught and felt like he so assaulted her and how can he make me go into the girl's bathroom because you sit down when you pee you fucking idiot you're in the wrong bathroom whoever that guy was you're my hero. So, so a girl who identifies as a man went into the men's bathroom. What is what she gonna do? The old uh, you gonna try to cock over it well, and yeah, get pissed all the, down your pants? Like, I mean, yeah, what, what are you gonna do, huh? What are you from do? What, the the bathroom scene in Step Brothers where she did Put that. Put your leg up on the urinal. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and, she go, and what did he say? I think I'm in love. Well, no. Okay, so they do. Now, I did do some research. Now, there are women who are like oil riggers and they work out in like those extreme conditions. Now, they do have cups that allow women to pee like... I mean, it looks like a man. I'll just say it's like it's like a funnel, basically, that allows a woman to pee through her suit. Now, I don't know if this young lady had one of those. And the young lady who is obviously an oil rigger identifies as a woman. She just got to pee and she's in the middle of nowhere. So I understand her situation. But the lady who identifies as a man, I would have loved to be in the bathroom with this dude when they're taking a piss and look over and see you standing there. I would have put you out, too. Like, what are you doing in here, you perv? You just want to see some dick. You just want to see some dick. (laughs) <laughs> I get it. Like, well, do you ever see that video? That, do you ever see that video? Of that dude that was in a convenience store and and um, they called him Sir. Anyway. Oh yeah, I'm a man. Motherfucker looking like Triple I'm a H. Man. Yeah, you look like Triple H. Okay, <laughs> you look and sound like him. So back to this immigrant shit because there was a few more things I wanted to mention. Did y'all also hear that um, they have some kind of facility out there where they had 20 homeless veterans? 
These people serve their country. They're down and out. They're veterans. They live in this facility. They are currently being displaced, a.k.a. evicted, so that they can make room for 60 illegal aliens. And so this they, is in New York? Yes, in New York. They are kicking that out must, the veterans. That must have been the what prompted the video I saw of a, a New Yorker outside the mayor's house with a veteran uh, dummy dressed in military clothes and a big knife stabbed in his back <clears throat> with Joe Biden picture on it. Yeah, that that probably was directly related to that. And he's like, and he was, he went off. Mm -hmm. I mean, he mm -hmm. was, yeah. you know, it's, you're it's pissing on our veterans. Ridiculous. Joe Biden, the mayor yes. of New York City, are pissing on our veterans. And, and it they is, are. Y'all look it up. Ridiculous to think that we are going to take- mm -hmm. Someone that served this country, that that put their life on the line for yes. yours and mine freedom. Yep. That we're going to put them out mm -hmm. on the street. Yes. Well, I, I to mean, make room I, for someone who came into this country illegally. illegally. Yeah. Well. Oh, and they're sixty men. They're not even families. They're not even families because this this facility is for. Veteran, men, veteran, because most veterans are men. Let's just Can be you honest. think of a greater insult? So, at, yeah. At so these I mean, are, they are putting out the, these possibly amputated, uh, post-traumatic stress, you name it, whatever these men are carrying with them, their war wounds, they're putting them out for 60, what seems to be well body, able body men. Okay. Just want to get that clear. Yeah. And, and, and this is a prime example why I have stopped paying federal taxes why I've stopped doing my federal taxes. In my opinion, there is nothing, absolutely nothing that a veteran should need or want that my fucking tax dollars should not pay for. There should be no homeless veterans. There should be no veterans that are suffering from any type of illness from being wounded in war. Their hospitals should as be a top government, notch. They fought for our country, our government, our tax dollars should pay for everything that is they need. Not in New period. York. Not in New York. Not in New York. Not, not, not in the United not throughout States. throughout the United States. Well, it's just this particular matter. case. The United States, in my opinion, the United States government has shit on their veterans. Absolutely, they have. All We've known veterans. that for years and years. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I, I, With our tax dollars, well, your tax dollars, because again, well, I'm not paying federal taxes because bit, of, this, so. of this very simple reason. I, I will give... Trump, a, a lot of credit in this area. And you, you, you guys that watch the show, you know that I, you know, Trump did good things. I think he had good ideas, but I'm not bowing down at the throne of Trump. No, mm -hmm. but I will give him all the credit in the world for the things that he did to try to straighten out the VA yeah. and actually take care of our veterans. Yeah. I mean, didn't he serve them like Thanksgiving dinner a couple of years? Every time <laughs> I looked up, he was over there serving them dinner. I specifically remember him being over there serving them dinner. Well, well the veterans, a lot of veterans, you can talk to them. The actual people like, that was over there, though. I, I won't even go to the VA because it was such a ridiculous goat rope. You would wait yeah. months and months and months to see a doctor, and then you'd see a doctor and you need to see a specialist, and and they're like, well, you get you signed up for a specialist and you'd wait months and months and months to see the specialist. By that time, you're dead. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. it was <laughs> a, a complete disaster area. And Trump did a lot to clean it up. I don't think it got completely no. cleaned up, no. but he did a lot he to did. clean it up. He did. Yes, he I did. I bet you would have some more time. And again, we're not necessarily sucker stroking on Trump, but, you know, he did a few things good. He did a few good things. 
quite a few. I've, actually. I've never served, and I, 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 I had tried to. I signed up twice. One time I didn't go in because I was a dumbass. The other time I didn't go in because I was injured. Actually, I failed my one of my final MEPs. Yeah, we we covered this in one yeah. of our really early shows. Um, but I, as an American who pay who used to pay taxes. There's no reason why our federal government does not take care of our veterans. They should have whatever surgeries they need. Federal government should pay for it. We should pay for it as taxpayers. That's that. what you are seeing at the VA, though. I learned this a long time ago. What you see with the VA and with even active military, with their medical care, that is socialist health care. Yeah. Okay, that is just indicative of what's going to happen if this country moves to a socialist yeah. type healthcare, uh, meaning a single payer healthcare. And, and system. Again, in my opinion, that's what's going to happen? Any, any person that's wounded in combat should have the very best medical care. Absolutely, but not the not the cheapo shit that they provide. To there them. is no accountability. The, the reason it has gotten so bad is that there is no recourse for the customer. Right. The, the customer being the veteran, the one getting the care, yep. mm-hmm. they are the customer of that healthcare system. Yep. There is no recourse for them, and there is no accountability for those doctors that no. just don't care. Yeah, it's the same with teachers. Yes. How many teachers have we seen that have done you know in terrible acts? But they're not fired because they've got tenure or whatever because yeah, they're, protect, right. they're protected by the teachers. The, the union will protect them. They have tenure. They basically can't be fired. They might get moved into some corner, but they can't be fired. And they just and now they've got an even better job because they got moved into a corner yeah. and they just sit around and do nothing and, and still, still collect all their still money. Get their money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I said. I'm still thinking about being a teacher, but I think I'm going to do like kindergarten and like preschool because I don't want to deal with like actual kids, but I like little kids. Like three to five is okay, <laughs> but like anything past five, I'm like, mm. Well, I I saw a video of a, of, uh, a student. It's probably in ninth grade, maybe. See, too big. <laughs> and he literally scared the shit out of the teacher. And the guy walked. The guy there was. It was a guy teacher, and he literally walked away. Yeah, I would have too. Think I'm gonna get my ass. Because whooped? what? What can he do? I mean, this this kid was getting in his face, going, you know, like, what you gonna do? What you gonna do? Well, yeah, there's some big boys out there. Exactly. He wasn't big. The kid wasn't big. Oh well. Well, if he's if he's crazy enough to show you know, the teacher, and, and the he teacher was talking to him, and the kid kept going, "Go, would you go touch me? You gonna touch me? You gonna touch me?" Because that's well, what they, they want. They, yeah, they know they. The minute something happens, they, mommy and daddy gonna sue him oh, to death. Oh, yep, 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 yep. So the the teacher or the kid has no respect for authority whatsoever. All right, so maybe I should go younger. Maybe I should do like infant toddler. Yeah, we'll do, do preschool we'll, or something. Yeah, like they uh, just lay there and go gaga. Yeah, those are actually the best kids to deal with. <laughs> My personal favorites. Three to five is like my favorite. They do age. evil things in their pants, so that that I can I'm clean out. that up. Babe. I'm out. I ain't scared, little poop. Give me some nope, gloves, I'm out. soap and water, nope. some towels. We are gonna clean all that up. Clean all that up. You gonna smell baby powder fresh when we done? <laughs> I'm out. I, I, Ugh, my stomach, God. baby, ain't no problem. But I can't deal with unruly children. It just exhausts me and it frustrates me because I can't hit them. And it's like, <laughs> oh, okay, I can't put my hands on you. 
Okay. <laughs> Cause that's how I look. That's a, that's the age I'm from. Like I got popped. Okay, <laughs> you do something wrong, you get hit. Well, I'm, man, I'm from that age too. I got smacked my old my, my old man. When, you know when I lipped off to him, but I'm I don't I don't condone smacking children. You won't let me hit mine. I know that's for sure. Cause I done tried. You won't let me get to him. So that's that's for sure. But anyway, we, you heard we, it here, ladies and gentlemen. I, I won't will. let my wife beat her children. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, did y'all also hear about all this reparation talk? Oh, yeah, it's Lord. Just, <laughs> yeah. just, it's just grand pandering, people. If there was ever grand pandering, reparations is it. But let's just talk about it. Just, just, just for fun, okay? So it's happening out there in San Francisco oh, or yeah. somewhere in California. In where Cal- there was, all of California. Where there was never even slavery, okay? Right? Yeah, understand. California was never ever a slave state. Okay, just want to make sure that's clear too. Was not admitted to the never. union as a slave state. Never. never. Anything. People the Chinese people were more of slaves in California. Than oh, God, yeah. Anything else. Let's so give all the reparations to the Chinese. So, they, okay, so, so without listen. them, we wouldn't have a railroad coming. No, 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 no. <laughs> So they never even... And who they did the laundry been, back then? They never been a slave state, so they're going to give them reparations, right? So they come up with a number, because you got to have a number, right? You got to have a number. It's like nine hundred trillion. You gotta have a number, right? Fifteen trillion, just, I think. I heard. It's just an estimation. Fourteen trillion, 14 right? Fourteen trillion this is just, dollars. This is the estimation. So they're like, "Where are we gonna get the money from, right?" Because as you know, money's kind of tight. You know, we, oh, we're we, gonna we tax got, the rich. We ain't got fourteen trillion just laying around. We're gonna tax the rich, everybody. So, Let's so, tax so, the rich. No, no. So if they do that, no, no it's pay your fair share. I'll if they make them pay, if they go after all the rich people and take every dime, they would get five trillion. So where is the rest of the money gonna come from? Where's the other ten trillion coming from? Come from what, what's the what's the national debt right now? <laughs> I think like thirty-two trillion, isn't it? Is it that high? I, I, think, I think it's like over, I think it's right over thirty trillion. So where is this money going to come from? Well, the citizens that, of California. Idiots like Cory Bush talking about this country is built on slavery and racism and do 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 little do do do. Like, girl, do you know? You, this? You're right. It's thirty-one trillion right it's now. Ridiculous. <laughs> um, you know what kills me? So you know what? <laughs> here's this. No, wait a second. This absolutely kills me. Where slavery actually started for the black community was in Africa. Truly. And it was black people who sold black people to the white people. Well, it, it, it even goes back further than that. I well, mean, you does. look at the history of the world, there has been slavery throughout history. I mean, absolutely 100% throughout history, there has mm-hmm. been slavery involved. Mm-hmm. And back in the day, Way back, you look at like Middle East, early religious era time, you know, before Christ, slavery was just normal. And it was anybody and everybody was a slave. Whenever I talk to slavery, I say, well, picture this. You and I live in Rome. So let's say Angelica and I are are live in Rome. And she's a Roman and I'm not. Yeah, you're a slave, man. I'm more than likely her slave. Absolutely. Yeah, slavery... Did not originate with color. No. And for it's well, I, I always tell people this too. Slavery has nothing to do with the color of skin. I always thought of it as cheap labor. Well, it has to do with control and domination. And the thing was in Never America, color. in America was really the origination of 
black slavery. It, well, well, not the origination. I mean, a lot of the slaves that they were either stole from Africa or sold from Africa. Right. And, and so they were importing a lot of black slaves. There was Irish slavery. Oh, there, there was. was indentured servitude. There was more than just black slaves here, but well, there were there the was actually predominant. Black, there were actually black black slave, slave owners. Owners, yes. Anthony Johnson, who was widely considered the first slave owner, the, period, the very first, the very first the slave owner in the U.S. and was he was an indentured man. servant. So. But we look throughout history, slavery is not a color thing. It wasn't based on color. It was just happenstance. Typically, the Romans would come into a country, take over a country, and those the inhabitants of that country slaves. became slaves. Yeah. And you could, you could work your way out of slavery, though. Yeah. It wasn't... In the U.S., slavery was a, a lifelong sentence. Yeah, it Where was. typically in history, slavery was for a period of years, more like indentured servitude. Yeah. And, and you could work your way out of slavery. You could do something good for the Roman Empire and actually gain your citizenship. Yeah. But. I it, wonder what, though. Well, you could be a gladiator for number one. Yeah, you gladiator. Or you could join the, the, the service. You could be one of their fighters. Or you could you could you could be with a, a, a slave for Join a, the Roman a, army, a master for a very lengthy you know a lengthy period of time. Hard he, no, definite no, and hail to the no. Well, if you didn't have a choice, I'm saying if you are you, when you're a slave, you really don't have a choice. Oh, See, is that is probably why I thank God I wasn't like born in those times because I'm pretty sure I would have got killed very young. I would have been swinging from a tree. <laughs> one one thing that's not mentioned in slavery is the fact that. I want to say about three to four, 500 years ago, black Muslims would pirate European ships off the coast um, and in the, all the Mediterranean Sea and whatnot, you know, and all of the sailors, white sailors would be turned into slaves. Absolutely. They enslaved somewhere between, I believe, 1.2 million and 2.2 million or something like that, white the, the Danes, people. when they invaded Great Britain and as Vikings, they would take the English people as their slaves. I mean, it's well, not like a this black one thing. guy I follow on Facebook who I'm pretty sure is racist, but he say, well, we should tell all of them to go collect their reparations because every time black people talk about their reparations, they always bring up, oh, what about the Greece people? Or what about these people? Or what about their people? But let me tell you something. Y'all will never see a dime, okay? They will never. Oh, no. California is well down the road. That is terrifying. Well, uh, well, hopefully that'll help them clean up some of them crackheads. Yeah, and well, it's going to be. Uh, the whole reparations thing is so, so ridiculous. How are they? What, are they going to look up, get DNA samples from every citizen to find out if their their ancestors owned slaves? No, it's just based on this, baby. Yep. Right here. That's up. Oh, you get it. Yeah, That's so what I need. So, so, so what, what do I do? Do Am I a payer or I'm a receiver? No, if you identify as a black man, you might have there a chance. We go. There I think, we go. Let me, let me, let me pose <laughs> this. Riddle me this, Batman. If they're basing this on a color and because I'm white, I already automatically have to pay reparations because of it. Isn't yep. that itself racist? Yes, it yeah. is. <clears throat> Absolutely. Yeah. So unfortunately, honey, you're going to have to, even though you pretty much... Give me most of your money now. Anyway, you're gonna to to give me more of your money yeah, because uh, yeah. that's I give you all. I give you like nine, eighty nine percent of my money goes right there. 
I'm already given fucking reparations and I have for five fucking years. I'm all reparationed out, motherfucker. What, you gotta what was come up with post? some more, honey. You gotta make that money rain. You gotta come up with some more. Yeah, now, ask me how many hours I have I have as of right this now. Is reparations. This week. I don't know. You're like Biden. You got probably like 37 billion hours or something. 57 hours. <laughs> now ask me if I'm working tomorrow. Yes, you are. I know. Yes, you already told me that. He I'll be up at no. five o'clock in the morning. Again. But remember what I said about morning? Like it's for me, but he would be working like that even if we wasn't married. Angelica, you remember what I was talking about mornings? Mm -hmm. See, my body only recognizes one five o'clock and it ain't the first one. Oh, <laughs> he is up and moving at 45 no. after 4 a.m. 4.45. What, what oh, was no, that I, I saw? I told you I changed it. It's now 5. Well, did uh, you say it one time? Huh? 4.45. No, something about these the, the reparations. You said I ain't never picked no cotton. You ain't. <laughs> oh, I ain't. I mean, I don't. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I never owned no slaves and you ain't picked no cotton. I as really far did. as I know, my ancestors never owned any, owned any slaves. I know I mean, my ancestors are from Germany. I Yep, I know mine didn't. I, I, well... Well, guess what? Both y'all gonna go have to pay and me. Way back. Let me think. We as, know that Kamala Ho Harris did own her family. Her family owned own slaves. slaves. So is that fucking dick sucking bitch gonna have to pay to reparations? Quote the rapper. Are you gonna have to pay reparations no. there, Kamala Ho Harris? To quote the rapper, or fuck maybe you, you'll me. just do this fuck and get out of it. Pay me. That's what that's what the rap lyrics say. Just fuck you, pay me. That's what the reparations attitude is about. Again, you know with the saying? funny money. It just, that, that's what that's the, that's the mentality. Make it rain out of nowhere. Make it rain. We just we just oh, it's all funny money. We're gonna pretend we've got all this money, and then <laughs> the people who get the reparations, they're gonna get a little plastic card. You know that, right? It's yeah. not gonna, they're not gonna cut you a check. I want no, my money. No, you're, no, gonna, get you're gonna get a plastic card. I'm going right to the bank. Give my motherfucking cash. No. No. My motherfucking cash. No, it's going to no. be digital your funny currency. funny money? cash. No, I don't want funny. no digital currency, motherfucker. I, I dare I you to try to buy bills. gold with it. I will. That's what I will do. I'm going to go buy some gold. Okay. All right. So on, on a lighter, more funnier note, although still racist, Joe Biden got to give the commencement speech at um, Howard. Uh, this past weekend and uh, he managed to take an easy gig like telling people to go out there and be the best you can be until an opportunity to basically push division. Uh, he went on to say that the white supremacist is the largest threat and that Whitey was basically out to get them. And he said that he wasn't specifically saying that because he was at a black HBCU. Now, you will notice he took the time to put the word black in front of the acronym, although the letter B represents black already. So it's, it's, it's a black HBCU. So in Joe Biden's mind, it's black historical black college or university. Instead but of hey. Histori instead of historical black college Just or university. Just a question. Would, <clears throat> would you consider that to be repetitively redundant? Or I, racist? I would be repetitively racist, but then Joe Biden has always been racist. Truly. I mean, I mean yeah. remember what he said in 1973. I know what's good for the Negro. And he also said he did not want his kids to go to something called a racial oh, jungle. When asked by a reporter about uh, his kids going to school, he Integrated goes, I don't schools? want to go them to a racial jungle. Racial jungles. And he also said that Obama was the first clean cut, articulate black guy he's ever seen. So that really says a lot. Like he's considering the, Obama ain't black. <laughs> I mean, he's the first. He's the first well put together, clean cut, possibly hygienic 
black person you've ever seen. He's well spoken. Who ain't black? Spoken. Hygiene. You know, yeah, he made sure to say God. something about the way the man hygiene. Like, who you, ain't black? You've been around funky black people? <laughs> Those questions. But you know, he's so racist. He can't even stop being racist. Like, he's in a room full of black people. And he feels like he needs to identify with us by playing a race card about white supremacists. Let me tell you something. As a black person in America, I don't know or give a fuck about a white supremacist. Now, the races next to me, I don't know because they do a real good job of hiding. Oh, that's a Democrat. Okay, okay. There aren't a lot of fucking white supremacists walking around with white sheets on their heads anymore, okay? I haven't seen any in my 37 years. No, but they I just wear stuff like Antifa hoods. Quietly. Most races are very quiet. So I don't understand what he's talking about this existential threat because... The real racists hide very well. You don't even fucking know they're there. Or, but see, Biden, he's just blatantly racist and it hides it. No, the no, fa- he don't hide it. Mm-mm. Well, no, what I'm saying, though, is he, he to the other people, it's they don't see it. The, the fact that he says white supremacist, that's a racist statement. Damn. You are separating a, a species or a race by their race. But he is a white supremacist. He is. He is. Well, he's a racist through and through. He because all he does is he bleeds race. You know, I I saw all liberals do all they they bleed race. Everything is about race or sex or sex. Or, or or reproductive rights. Either you want to kill the baby or molest the baby. Make up your mind. Yeah. Make up your mind, Democrats. You gonna kill the baby or molest the baby? I remember seeing a man on the street thing. You know the man on the street interviews? Mm-hmm. I love, love man on the street catch interviews. Him off, catch him off guard. Mm-hmm. Well, no, you just ask straightforward, basic questions. And there was a guy on the street, he's asking this college girl. And of course, she's, you know, all hipster. And she, she's down and she's a modern girl and an open thinker and all that. And he basically asked her, would you agree that a, a party, a political party that promoted segregation would be racist. Oh, absolutely, she said. Would you agree that the party that started the KKK is racist? Oh, yeah. And, you know, he kept asking, would you agree that the party that came up with Jim Crow laws is racist? Yes, absolutely. And he said, would you agree with supporting that political party? Hell no, I would never vote for someone in that party. You just did. And he says, well, are you a Democrat? Because all the things I just said is a Democratic party. She couldn't even believe this. <laughs> Remember when we talked about cognitive dissonance? Mm-hmm. This, it kicked in full hardcore on this girl. Her, She went white. And she's like, oh, I, I, it, I'm going to have to look into that. Ooh. Oh, yeah. That is and how far the Democrat Party and people like Joe Biden, that is how far they've been able to brainwash the American public. Well, so Democrats voted against freeing slaves, almost 100%, I believe. They voted against giving freed slaves citizenship, I also believe, like 100%. They basically filibustered every civil rights bill. Larry, or not Larry Bird, but that one uh, congressman, his last name was Bird, where Clinton said she was one, or he was one of her mentors. He was instrumental in filibustering the civil rights burden. Not only that, 
Robert Bird was his name. Yeah, he, KKK Bird, he was a, man. Yeah, he, he was, was a headmaster. He was a Grand Dragon in the KKK. Grand Master, I think that's Grand Dragon, I think they called him. Grand Wizard. He was a dragon come after you. To liberals and Democrats, when they hear this stuff, it literally infuriates them because they can't handle the truth. And then they come back with, well, no, that's not true because the party switched. So oh, yeah, actually, the great switch. The, 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 actually, the, 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 the Democrats vote are now the Republicans are now. I yeah, think because- I laugh the hardest at the black people. I'm sorry. The ones who have continued to be pooped and duped by the uh, by the Democrats. Every time around elections, they get them to loot, burn, and do whatever they need to do. Do all their dirty work. Yeah. And they make all these promises. And as soon as they get in there, they don't do a goddamn thing and then they got the egg on their face for the next two years and then right around the time when elections roll around they start making it all about black people again and y'all idiots keep fucking falling for it every fucking year and I sit back and I laugh for those of you out there with your liberal friends and and they want to tell you when you bring up these facts at how racist and nasty the democrats are and they say oh well no 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 there was a great switch back in the 60s that's a lie that is the biggest Heaping pile of bullshit, as Steve <laughs> likes to say. It, it is absolute nonsense. There is no such thing as the great switch. There was never a big switch. Do you think the people in Congress one day, the, the senators and the reps, they they talking to their Democrat buddies and, hey, hey, let's let's just swap for a while. Let's change See parties. See how it feels, you know? You, you guys all become Republicans and we'll all become re- Democrats. Is it? Does that sound good? I actually mm. did some research on I this. I did too. I looked and into this. And the only thing that I found that might have switched is the view on size of government. In the beginning, Republic, when the Republican Party started, they were all for bigger government and Democrats were were. For well, less government. The Democratic Party, I will give them credit for this. The Democratic Party started out as liberal, as in classical liberals. Yes. Okay, classical liberalism, Democratic people, farmer, is labor. a great thing. L- the classic liberal person believes in extremely limited government. In, in other words, let keep the government out of everything so that you are able to do whatever you feel is right. That was the liberal viewpoint, classic I liberal. I can get behind that. I can get behind that. Right? This, this, it's more along the lines of, uh, what would you call it nowadays, um, libertarian. Yeah. Okay. The, the classic liberal was a libertarian as we know them today. Over time, and you're right, the Republicans were always pushing for more and more government regulation. Over time, the Democratic Party, the socialists invaded the Democratic Party. Yeah. The, there was a socialist party back in the 30s, and they actually held some seats in, in Congress. They were truly socialists. They were the socialist party. Well, they found out very, very quickly that nobody wanted socialism in the U.S. Yeah, so they had to go change it to democratic socialism. So, no, they went underground and they mm. became Democrats. Yeah. And, and now they have this new term, democratic socialism. In other words, you can either have slavery thrust upon you or you can vote to have slavery. Yeah. That, that's your two choices with well, socialism. Well, we're in slavery right now. Everybody's enslaved. Yeah, absolutely. The whole fucking planet literally is enslaved. Mm. And they're talking about reparations while we are all slaves right now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because it's part of the mindset. I mean, they need, and I'm not trying to like glorify black people, but you know, it's such a strong 
race of people, they need to keep them confused, oh, victimized, separated, the family, you know, all, all of the these families. things, you know, they, they, they are warping the, the concept of women, making them change their body. And they, they are attacking everything about it. So this literally whole, ripped your fathers yeah, out of the home. I mean, it's a constant attack on this, such a strong group of people. And this reparation shit is just another way of making them feel like they're weak and they're, they're tore yep. down. And you're so, you're so held back because things were so hard a hundred years ago. And, oh yes, we got to just let you be the victim and, don't lock them up when they steal. Don't lock them up when they kill. Just let them kill themselves. They don't need fathers. Give them welfare. Let's take the fathers out the home. And seriously, just keep doing this over and over and over and throwing money at the problems. It's really not going to fucking help. Even even imaginary money. It ain't going to help. And, and the whole while. It ain't going to help. They're pandering to the black community. Oh, yes. Oh, we'll take care of you. you. Know, we don't You're need oppressed. Mm -hmm. we, we're going to give you reparations. Keep You're oppressed. Children. So we're going to make sure keep that you have children. this and you have this and you have this and you have this. This At the same time they're doing that, on the backside, remember what we said, What's in this hand? Go ahead and be watching what's in this hand because at the same time they're doing that, the Democrats have decimated the black family by incarcerating every single black father and eliminating the black father. They've made the, the female uh, in the black community dependent on welfare. Or they go the other way and become the men. So that way they're not even eligible for marriage because they have taken on such a dominating role by having to be yeah. the mother and father. They're not even capable of being in a relationship with a man because they're not able to let go of those reins yep. and let a man step in and take care of them. Well, the other thing is that the men... And I'm sorry to say this, but are all dogs. Most of them, they're dogs. Well, and, and not only dogs. that, in the in economic front, they have absolutely destroyed the economy of these inner cities. Absolutely. So that there can't be businesses, there can't be jobs. Yep. There is no options for the people that are living there, and they are trapped in mm -hmm. the ghetto. Yep. And yep. I saw firsthand what Democrats and liberals did to Detroit. <laughs> Literally. Empty business after empty business, dilapidated building after dilapidated building. You go into the neighborhood, dilapidated home after dilapidated home. The, the, they have literally destroyed Detroit. Well, these are the policies of socialism. That Those policies lead directly to the devastation yeah. that you're talking about. Yeah, and I, 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 just, I just, you know... It, Trump, I believe, in 2020, I think he got over almost or over 20 percent black vote. He got a tremendous amount of black vote in 2020. But it didn't matter because Biden got 37 trillion votes. Yeah. Exactly. Biden got the most votes exactly. in, in, in the universe <laughs> of universes of universe, whatever the spider verse is, whatever this verse is, or this the verse metaverse. is, the metaverse, <laughs> the multiverse, the, the mega zookerverse. What you got there? Oh, I, what is it? Mike and Connie? Is that out there? Oh, I can't see. I think it's Mike and Connie. I know it's Connie. I forget if it's Mike or Michael or, or Martin. You got something At, at any rate, they said they're on fire. We appreciate <laughs> you guys. Yes, we yes, really is that appreciate on Rumble? it. Yeah. Thanks, Mike. Connie. Yes. I don't get Connie. messages on Rumble that doesn't show on mine for some reason. And my iPhone is cursed. It's not working. Something's wrong with my SIM card. First, it just went dead. My first iPhone just blacked don't, out. Don't it's not working. It and now here go the second one. Something wrong with my SIM card. But I will say it, it will work if I have like internet. But up in the corner, it actually says SOS, which isn't that like um, a sign for cry for help. 
Uh, yeah, I guess. Yes, my phone is literally <laughs> crying out for help right now. It has SOS up in my or notification bar. Sim, or it could mean SIM <laughs> out of service. I, I don't think it means. I mean, SOS what I think it means is that the only thing you can use your phone for is an SOS call. Uh, yeah, because I tried to call my husband the other day and it didn't work. It didn't so go. I had to yeah, use the house phone. She needs a new SIM card. I texted you earlier and obviously that didn't work. Do you see why? I'm telling you. Well, I, she texted me today and it came up her email. <laughs> So oh. my phone is on the So freeze. she was on Wi-Fi at home. Yeah, right. So when she texted on Wi-Fi, it just automatically synced her email and sent it through her email. And then it came through and I'm like, okay, why is it sending it through her Gmail? And, I, and then I said to her, I said, why is it coming through your Gmail? And she's like, hey. Eh. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you know and, I don't know. And so I, I, I literally took a screenshot <laughs> of it with her in the front and sent it to her. We we've talked about this before. The the evils of Apple. Oh, <laughs> I, yeah. I get it. Okay, I, I'm, but mm. I have been on the Apple iPhone since one, <laughs> the very first iPhone, and I have never had an issue. I, I don't swear. know what I've had one issue with one iPhone. <laughs> I've been on it since iPhone four. But did you like had, run it over or something? Yeah, that that makes them have an issue. No. <laughs> I, it just it it did just quit working, but it was a year old. Oh, when but we, she had one that 10XR that just quit working, and then my, she's like, eh, eh, I swear, out the blue, y'all. I was at home, I was charging it. I, it was completely random. I, I charged it, and it just never came back on. I'm like, my phone just stopped working. So he come home from work, and we go to the T-Mobile store. I was like, maybe they need to reboot it, recharge it. I'm actually like, no, it's it's dead. You you need a new phone. I'm like, okay, understand what. She literally didn't so even give me any The devastation that this woman suffered because her iPhone, she is like, this is the first time that an iPhone is, or any phone in the history of the world has conked out yeah, on yeah, her. Yeah. Well, to me, it was. Because before that, <laughs> yeah. I had never had that happen. I had Verizon phones, Sprint phones. You remember them chirp phones? I even had a Nextel. Never had no phone ever conk out on me. These fucking iPhones ain't shit. Hang on. Let's talk about how durable they are. It's got to be something you're doing. Because my, my son literally dropped a car on his phone. Okay? He was, he was working on a car, and it fell off the jack stand. And, and the, the rotor, if you've ever worked on a car, inside the tire is a brake rotor. Mm-hmm. Okay? The rotor landed on his phone. The car fell on his oh, phone. I, no, I know, because I have two iPhones at home right now. That the, that you can try to power them on, but the screen is so it is yeah, horrible. The, the screen is destroyed, but I called him. He was still and able still to works. answer the phone. Okay, <laughs> that is unbelievable because my phone has no scratches, no dings. Okay, I invest in screen protectors, and I even have a few a few cases. I so, figured it out. So what's the problem? It's racist. Yeah, it's because you're black. It's well, you're you black. know, I hey, it won't be the first okay, time. You so, know, I'm just for, saying. Okay, so um. Just to clarify something right now, the SIM card going out in your phone has You don't know. You don't know if that's really the problem. I know it's the problem. Oh, you do? Yeah, that is the problem. You do? Huh? Why don't you ask Kevin? He's a tech guy. Ask him. It's the problem. Don't agree with him, Kevin. (laughs) (laughs) Don't agree with him. Put a new SIM card in. It'll work fine. I need a new SIM card. It's a brand new damn phone. Why do I need a new? It is not brand new. You've had it for a year. A year is brand new? A year is old? Well, it's not brand new. It's, it's a year not old. old. So in a year, you're going to need a new SIM card. Back up, back up. 
back up. I've had that happen to me before. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's because you're black. I and know. Not I only that, him that all the time. Thank that, you, Kevin. Not only that, but you know what? The SIM card has nothing to do with the actual iPhone. You can ask Kevin that too. So why am I having these issues with my iPhone? It's the carrier. The, the SIM card tells the phone what carrier to use. Okay. SIM card is from T-Mobile. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so T-Mobile. Carrier. Your carrier. No, I, no, I had Sprint. Oh, so this is my fault now. You had to Oh, know. here we go. It's, All right, y'all, quit arguing. Let's, let's talk about something fault. for real. Don't trust Blackie. Okay, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, Joe Biden ain't shit. That was, that was my original thought I was getting back to. Well, we've, yeah, we've known that forever, but I mean, he, I love the fact that he's got to highlight the black part of the HBCU. Is there a white part of HBCU? I don't think so. But- What's that for? Why you got them two crusty dollars? Those are my reparations. <laughs> You're still paying. <laughs> Trust me, I'll get much more than that. That that that's that nothing. nothing. Just, that ain't nothing. Get your change out of there. Exactly. <laughs> we'll, we'll spend more than that on blunts. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, his racism it drips from him. And it does all Democrat. It, it drips does, from I mean, him. Cory Bush ain't racist. No, he's just a race baiter. She. She. Oh, she. Cory Bush. The Cory what? Bush. With the gap. I was thinking. And, the, and the one oh, that what's, says what's that the, what's she the, needs what's weapons, the other guy, but you um, don't. Cory Booker. Who is that? He's the bald-headed one. Yeah, yeah. Is yeah, that yeah, Cory yeah, Booker? Yeah. yeah. Mm. That's who I was thinking. Uh, Cory Bush is the one that said that she needs, needs to weapons and, and people with guns. But we don't. Because she's important. And we're not. You oh, yeah, yeah. With the braids. Yeah. I need yeah. armed security because I'm somebody. Mm-hmm. I mean, and you, that, you peons. This is the mentality of these fucking people. You peons don't need any protection. You, you little rabble that are just here to serve me. You don't yeah. need any guns. Bow you, before my gap tooth. You tax paying <laughs> slaves. Eaters. Give me more money. Give me more yep. taxes. Give me more taxes. Get out there work. Give me more taxes. Pay me money. Did y'all hear that uh, Martha Stewart going to be on the cover of Sports Illustrated? <laughs> I saw that, man. She looks pretty good. 81 years she old. She looks fucking <laughs> hot, man. I'm like, go ahead, Miss Martha. I Martin. had no idea this woman is 81 years old. She looks good. Damn. I know you want her. I know you want her. Martha Stewart. Well, Biden's 80 years old. I saw him almost stumble and fall, and I know you want him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, to put him out of his fucking misery. Yeah, I do want him. No, Martha looked pretty damn good. I said, come on, Joe, let's go down for a little nap. Now I get that pillow and. <laughs> no, but she looks really, really good in that, like the sports. And I think that that's now that's the kind of inclusion I'm with, right? I'm with that. She's a natural born woman. She's eighty something years old. Eighty one years old. Whether she didn't have something nip tuck, I don't know. But I feel that that is the kind of inclusion I'm okay yeah. with. Because now she claims she's never had any and, nip tuck. I don't. Th- I don't think she does. Usually, you can spot that shit. She looks good, so that's the kind of inclusion I, I I'm with. I, I don't I'm think okay she with has. that. Just hanging out like with it. Snoop Dogg, keeping her young. I mean, how you smoking the weed? She might I be taking adrenochrome. Yeah, maybe. But yeah. Uh, listen, the point I'm making is I'm all for that kind of inclusion, okay? It's Sports Illustrated. They want beautiful women on the covers. She's beautiful. She's definitely uh, <laughs> hotter than most 80-year-olds I've seen. So I, I'm, I'm all for it, man. I think it's a good thing. Yeah, I'm, 
Now, would I I'm, buy it? I'm Probably not. I have never bought a Sports Illustrated magazine, but I'm pretty sure that you were some... never a 16 year old boy. Uh, no, I wasn't. Um, oh God, yeah, I remember uh, that. Wrestling was enough Ooh. for me, honey. I used to just look at wrestling. That was all I needed. Seeing the men come down in them little trunks, like whoop, go ahead, the way. Yeah, when we were in high school, Kathy Ireland. She's she still is hot. In the actually, swimsuit issue. Whoa, she's still hot. And Cindy Crawford. I used to think in... Cindy Crawford walked on water. I really did. Like, you did. I'm, I'm like, she is gorgeous. I used to think her and like D- Demi Moore when I was growing up, I used to be like, those white women are angels. <laughs> like, oh, I don't know where they came from, but they're perfect. Demi Moore hit her peak in like St. Elmo's Fire, I think. And, you know, after that, oof, she, Cindy Crawford, she, I used to, even with the mole, no, I used to think she was gorgeous. Like, why is she so pretty? Kathy Ireland was in Necessary Roughness. Mm. Oh yeah, that's right. She, she was, she was a football player. Yeah, she was the kicker. Wore that <laughs> crop top football oh jersey. Oh yeah, mm. oh yeah. Get the maps going. Okay, that's just going down another it is. map. It is. All right, guys. I really didn't have much more. I mean, I, we kind of went all over, but it started off with the Durham thing. But for the people who were here on time, we did talk about that, so we did go <laughs> in chronological order a little bit, a little bit. I don't know why that is. I can't see the messages on. I don't know. And I used to be able to. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. You're hitting the wrong button somehow. Yep. 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 White privilege isn't working. Get your card out. Those blue eyes ain't going to save you now. <laughs> Any last thoughts, honey? Yeah, I really don't want to work tomorrow, but I got to go. Because oh, I got to give my reparations to my wife here, who is black, if you hadn't noticed. And if it makes you feel any better, I literally sat at home all week watching Saw and rerun. So, yep, I made the white man work while I sat on my ass eating cereal. So I'm putting my reparations in more than one way. Well, you're gonna you're gonna get double charged then. He is. Yeah. Yeah, because he has to pay for me and other black people. Yeah. So yeah, it's not yeah. just me, not just my daughters. Actually, he's already paying for three black people. So you're gonna be paying for more black people. Wow. You yeah, you are gonna get reparation raped. Yeah. Sorry, babe. I, it, you know, and it wouldn't surprise me if it comes to this state because, you know, a bunch of Nazi crats. Oh, God, fewer walls can't. There isn't a nut job California policy that he's ever seen that he doesn't love. <laughs> That's he, terrifying. If it happens in California, he must call up Newsom and say, oh, man, That's what'd, great. You, what'd you do? I'm going to do that, too. That's scary. Oh, yeah. Don't say that. He does. I know, because he's a fucking Nazi. The environmental policies, the cars, the engines, you know, policies, the gun policies, all of that. Now he's trying to get single-payer health care in Minnesota. All of that crap. Walls just loves it. Oh, Man, he eats it he up. He is scary. He is a nightmare of a little Nazi. Fucking communist. Hitler. Okay, final thought. Have a great weekend, y'all. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Kevin. Oh, God. Where do I start? We covered a lot of ground tonight. We were all I, over. We were kind of all over. Going back to this Durham thing, all we can hope for is some some accountability on the people that, you know, perpetrated this insane, just insane lie on the American public, on the American media, the lie that was perpetuated for, you know, years. And it's still going on. I, you, you see Rachel Maddow going on, oh, well, it, it, the Daring Report is a bunch of nothing. Well, there is something there. There, There's a lot in there. And I just hope and pray that our justice system actually functions like it's supposed to, like we were all raised to believe that it is. Hold some people accountable and actually, you know, put some faith 
restore some of the faith back in the American public that there is not people above the law, that we are all created equal in this country. We do not have a ruling class. We are all citizens. We are all equal. No matter what they want you to believe, they are not above the law. So hold their feet to the fire. I mean, contact your rep, contact your senators, contact your, your local state representatives, whatever it takes. Tell them, hey, don't let this die. Let's keep the pressure. If there's something there, if there's truly something legally there, which we're, we're pretty confident there is, right? Hold their feet to the fire. Don't let it just evaporate like so many things. You know, the Democrats are famous for that. The, well, all of them. The corrupt politicians, the ruling class in this country are famous for having a scandal just erupt and people are upset, but that upset only lasts for 24 hours or so, it seems. So don't let it fade away. Let, let's restore our legal system in this country. Keep on it. We're here for you. If you need some support, we're with you. We appreciate you there supporting us because it this goes both ways. We need you guys to help us out. We get down on it too. We get it. Oh, ain't that the truth? Thank you, Kevin. Thank you, honey. Oh, you're welcome, baby. I'm your friend again. Oh, okay. All right. Thank you. We worked it out. All right. See, it's thank like you guys. therapy for these two because they it really they is. show up and they they bicker like cats no, and you dogs think we before bicker, the show. We're not. I that's know they're not, not that's really. Not. That's the way they. Can. <laughs> that's that's but just it's playful like banter. Kids over here, and then by the end of the show, they're in better place. It's it just, is. That's just playful it's banter. It's like our. It is like our therapy. So we really do thank you guys for coming, Mike and Connie and Robert and everybody who took the time to be here with us tonight. We appreciate you. As you know, we ain't sponsored. Ain't nobody making us say nothing. We say how we feel. We're just a pilot, a nail tech, and a foreman trying to give you the real. Okay, the lie and the scamming and the scheming. We just want to tell you the truth. And we appreciate y'all if y'all fact check us on something. If we say something that ain't right, especially me, because y'all know I'm new to this anyway. Yeah, so yeah. We've been called out. You know, please, we appreciate you. The interaction it makes is worth it. You know, that's why we come. We come because we really, really enjoy seeing you guys and just knowing that possibly there's real people out there instead of bots, because we were having a conversation about that earlier where they thought they weren't real, while you guys were like bots. <laughs> So hopefully you aren't bots. Hopefully you are real. I don't think they're bots. I hope you're real because we love you. Okay, so a final thought. Um, if you fell down yesterday, stand up. And that was by H.G. Wells. We love you here at The Great Matters. Bye. See ya. See ya. <laughs>